Hey, welcome to the When's My Time podcast. My name's Ozzy Eyre, founder of whensmytime.com, and I aim to be your boss's worst nightmare. Now, that phrase over the last couple of days has uh, brought in a couple of emails, both of which seem to indicate a, a lack of understanding of what that's about. The first one was accusing me, if accusing is the right word there, of being anti-job. Well, that's partly true. I am anti-job, but only if the person in the job doesn't want to be there. If somebody is happy in their job, if somebody loves their job and it fulfills all of their needs, financially, spiritually, emotionally, whatever, then great. I'm more than happy with them being there. And look, if, if I'm dealing with you as a customer of your com- the company that you work for, I want you to be happy in your job because then you'll give me great service. So we all want people who are happy in their work. No, I am anti-job, but only in the instance where somebody is not fulfilled by their job. Either they just tolerate it uh, or they, they actively hate it because things can be so much better. So hopefully that's clarified that point. Another email was saying, are you suggesting everybody should quit their job tomorrow? No, 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 a thousand times no. That's a crazy thing to do. And why do I know that? It's because I did it. <laughs> and it went quite stunningly wrong for me. And I'll tell you the whole story at another time. No, what this is about is if you're in a job that you're not happy with, let's, let's put it no more strongly than that. If you feel unfulfilled, if you feel that there must be a higher purpose for you, if you feel that you could offer so much more value elsewhere, what this is about is helping you to engineer a situation where you can bring that about. That's not saying storm into the boss's office tomorrow and say, I quit. What it is saying is engineer a position whereby if you choose, you can go into the boss's office and say, look, boss, it's been great knowing you, but I'm moving on now. And it's as simple as that. But how do you do that? How do you build to that position? Let's have a look at it. Well, it's really a three-step process. The first one is decide what it is you want to do. What's the big picture? What is your aim in life? Now, we talked about that a few days ago, so I'm not going to rehearse that. Second on this list is you need to decide what skills and knowledge you will need in order to get you there. Because it's quite likely that the skills and knowledge that you've developed to date won't quite do that. Because what they've done is they've got you to where you are at the moment. Now, if what you're wanting is something dramatically different from that, clearly you're going to have to acquire new skills, new knowledge. Then, once you've defined what those skills and knowledge you need are, you need to devise a plan for getting them. Okay, now this is where quite often people will hit up against a roadblock. Too often the argument I hear is that uh, the person is too busy or they've no money. So no time, no money. Look, if that's you, I'm here to give you some tough love. It doesn't wash. It's absolute nonsense. No time we're going to deal with. No money. Well, I tried to use that excuse early on in my career, and I was told in no uncertain terms that uh, it wasn't a lack of money that I had. It was a lack of ideas. And I tell you, when I was told that, I... Well, <laughs> it, let's just say it was, it, it was good that it was on a Skype call and I wasn't face-to-face with the person because I, I wasn't happy about being told it. But then I calmed down and I thought, do you know what? He's absolutely right. He's absolutely right. 
because the ideas, my best thinking and my best ideas to that date were what had resulted in me having no money. So therefore, it's not the money that's an issue. It's the lack of ideas. If I have better ideas, more valuable ideas, then money won't be a problem. So let's go back to the too busy or no time. I'm going to paint a picture of an average day for an average person. Now, if this doesn't mesh with your average day, not a problem. But probably you can draw some similarities from it. This is not meant to offend. It's not judgmental. It's not in any way saying this is right or wrong. It's just saying this is the average day for a lot of people. So they get up in the morning, shower and have breakfast. Not too happy about the day ahead. They set out the front door and have a journey to work, uh, which they don't particularly enjoy. They then have a day at work that they don't particularly enjoy. They then struggle back through the traffic home at the end of the day, which is sometimes a horrible journey too. They don't enjoy that. They grab a a dinner that doesn't particularly inspire them, them either, and they sit down on the sofa, turn on the TV, and watch a load of uninspiring TV programs. Probably just surfing, surfing the channel, seeing what comes up. Now, if that doesn't paint an absolutely accurate picture of your, your life, then you probably will be able to draw some parallels from it. Now, let's take a look at what's in the absolute control of this individual right now, leaving aside quitting the job, yeah? What's in their absolute control is the sitting down in front of the TV bit. So what I'd say to anybody who asked me was, let's start there. Let's start planning your new life by looking at your TV watching. And you might say, well, that's that's crazy. But let's start. Let's just start there, because remember, we're dealing with this no time issue. So why not record during the evening what it is you watch on TV? And then at the end of the evening, look back and say, right, what of those would I not have been at all upset about if I had missed? And strike them off the list. And what of those programmes that I've just watched would I have been totally distraught about if I'd heard later that it had been on and I'd missed it? And put a circle around those. You will see, I'm pretty certain, that there are far fewer programmes with circles around than there are struck out on your list. So, how about if we said, right, here's the deal. We're going to find some time for you to study, to learn new skills and acquire new knowledge. And we've just done that. We've just said, right, all the time that you sat watching TV that were programmes that you wouldn't mind at all if you'd missed, why not instead spend that time, devote that time, increasing your knowledge, increasing your skills? And by the way, you can reward yourself for each of those achievements by watching the programmes that you really love. Okay, so we've found a chunk of time. We've dealt with the too busy, no time argument. Everybody's granted the same amount of time. Everybody has 24 hours a day, seven days in a week, however you want to express it, everybody has the same amount of time. The only thing that separates the successful person from the non-successful person is how they choose to spend that time. Because we can always get more money. We can never, ever, ever get more time. So we have just gained for you the most precious resource that you can possibly have, time. So how are we going to use that time, particularly if we have no money? Well, as we've said, we need to discover what skills we need, discover what knowledge we need. And guess what? There are people out there with that knowledge and with those skills, and they're happy to share them. Now, you could 
buy a course that teaches you what it is you want to know. Um, you can either attend night classes or there are digital courses online that you can download, but that will cost you money. And if you're saying, not only did I not have time before with this exercise, but I still certainly don't have money at the moment. There is so much information out there for free and so much valuable information too. And one of my absolute favourite places for, for that information is YouTube. It's unbelievable the amount of good quality. Do you know they, they, they don't just do funny cat videos? There, there are lots and lots, thousands, hundreds of thousands of videos of useful information that show you how to do things, that teach you new skills. And remember, Brian Tracy said, all skills are learnable. And that, I, that is one of my favourite phrases. All skills are learnable. Let me tell you a, a personal story of mine. Part of the path that I've taken since drawing my last paycheck for an employer has been, believe it or not, recording voiceovers. And I do that for information videos. I do that for training videos. I do it for sales promotions. I do it for all sorts of different companies, charities, organisations. I've even done voiceovers for TV adverts. Now, if you'd said to me five years ago that that would happen, I would have laughed at you. I, I Really, I because... It's been a byproduct of some other skills that I learned. And I learned how to record my voice for other reasons. And I learned how to record my voice by watching videos on YouTube. And guess what? I also record my voice using free software that's available online. And while it might not be the same quality as I'd get if I went into a sort of £2 million recording studio, nobody's ever questioned the quality of the recordings that I've provided for them. Heck, I don't know what my voice would sound like out of a £2 million recording studio because I've never been in one. It's there. You can learn for free and you can use free tools. So we've dealt with the too busy stroke no time. And we've also dealt with the I've got no money at the moment. OK, that, that's not a problem. There's free information out there. That's not to say you shouldn't, when you can afford it, pay for specialist training, pay for specialist knowledge. You should because I'll tell you, you will learn a lot more quickly, a lot more quickly, if you pay somebody to teach you directly than you will by surfing around the net, looking to plug those gaps in your knowledge. So if you've got somebody who, who you can work alongside, if you've got a tutor and a mentor who can point you in the right direction, but if you've got a tutor that you can relate to, that uh, you've bought a course from and you can send them email questions, if, if there's that sort of relationship, then I, my recommendation would be always always to go down that route. But I hope I've demonstrated to you that the excuses of no time and no money just won't wash. Now, on this journey, what I'd also say is don't be afraid to explore side alleys. I mean, I've just mentioned that I, I've earned money by doing voiceovers. Uh, that's not something, it's not part of my bigger plan. It's not something that I decided to do at the outset. It wasn't something that particularly interested me in doing. But what it has done is the money from that has funded other things that have moved me close to my goals. And you should do the same too, so long as it doesn't make you deviate from the course of your main goal. And so long as it's using skills you've learned towards your main goal, or you're learning skills to explore that side alley, which you can then apply to your main goal, then do it. Because all of this will bring the day closer that you can, should you choose, remember, should you choose, you can walk into that boss's office and say, 
I'm sorry, it's been nice knowing you, but uh, really I can't afford to keep coming in here because, to be honest, it's costing me money to come here now because you're taking me away from my main business and I just haven't got time for you anymore. Lovely knowing you. I'll see you around. Now, listen carefully to what I, what I say here. You need to establish a pattern going forward. And that pattern is try, fail, learn, try, fail, learn, try, succeed, learn, try, fail, learn, try, succeed, learn, try. Do, do you see what I mean? Don't think that your first success is going to be it. Neither think that your first failure is it. Now, so many people, so many people fall at the first hurdle and they, that's it. They give up. Failing along the way is par for the course. But let me give you this. Failing is not the same as failure. It's only failure if you can't find a lesson in there. Failing will teach you more than success ever will. Just don't ever let failing deter you from your goal. You can get up. You can start again. And you'll be stronger this time because now you have knowledge that you didn't have before. See, the thing is, in order to fail you first have to start. The person who never failed never starts. So failing is actually a good thing because it shows you've got what 95% of the people haven't got. You've got the courage to go out in pursuit of your goals. Look, it's been a huge one today. There's been an awful lot in it. I've covered a lot of ground. We will go into some of this stuff in a lot more detail, but in, in smaller chunks. But I wanted to get that out there. I wanted to, I wanted to address the misunderstanding that had arisen around uh, me saying that I'm, my aim is to be your boss's worst nightmare. It is. People thinking I'm anti-job. I am, but only to a point. And I certainly don't want you to quit tomorrow. But if you do want to quit, I want to be the one who is instrumental in helping you to engineer a point where you can quit from a position of strength rather than frustration. So it's been a long old podcast. You've been listening to the When's My Time podcast. I'm Aussie Air, founder of whensmytime.com. And I can tell you, your time is now.